Hey, good morning to you. It's Bruce uh, with uh, Andrea Darlis in for Judy today. And joining us right now, ABC News, is Aaron Katursky. And uh, Aaron, we wanted to get the latest from you. You are you're half a world away from us right now. What, what can you tell us? What are you seeing on the ground? Well, here in, in western Ukraine, we are sort of the hub of the, the refugee crisis, right? The, the United Nations says there have now been more than a half million Ukrainians that have crossed an international border. A lot of them come through here, either escaping uh, more, more violent parts of the country or trying to make their way out to uh, one of the international locations. Poland has taken in the most. Uh, and, and over the weekend at the main Lviv train station, it, it was just this, oh, it was an overwhelming scene of, of, of just people. And, and at first, you know, earlier when I got here, people leaving were taking a backpack, maybe a duffel bag. Here they have their entire lives with them, uh. their families, their pets, their kids, huge suitcases, understanding that this may be a, a much more permanent change in their lives. And you can see the, 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 the travel is taking a very long time. The schedules of trains are not reliable. You know, people need rides. People need places to stay, places to go. Uh, so it's very, very hard, hard, hard wrenching. Aaron, we're hearing back home here that peace talks will happen today between the two sides along the Belarus border. Uh, are you hearing that as well? And could that lead to any positive developments? Well, it, it, it could, although nobody really holds out much hope. The, the two delegations from Ukraine and Russia have arrived at the border now, uh, you know, uh, uh, between Belarus and, and Ukraine. And, and, you know, President Zelensky said it's, it's worth trying. He doesn't want to be accused of not trying. He wants to do everything he can to try to achieve peace, but he doesn't think these talks are it. And if you, you, you look at the circumstances, you understand why he might be saying that. President Putin just put his nuclear assets on higher alert. And satellite imagery has showed a three-mile-long convoy Oof. of Russian artillery pieces coming toward the country. So that doesn't necessarily seem to set the ground for, for peace talks. And, and, and truthfully, the two sides seem to be pretty far apart. Ukraine wants a, an immediate ceasefire, and Russia wants a pledge from Ukraine never to join NATO. So there doesn't seem to be a lot of common ground uh, for these talks to begin. Again, we're talking to ABC News' Aaron Katursky. Do you need to run right now? Are we up against your heart out? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest. Oh, I, well, then I, got one more qu- I got one more question for you then. You know, we keep hearing about how the y- Ukrainians are standing up to uh, the, the Russian military. Um, do you, does it appear that uh, Putin underestimated the, the, the fight in the dog, for lack of better terms? Well, I think there is a a real question about whether the Russians uh, underestimated the, the the ferocity of the Ukrainian resistance uh, and and their own abilities uh, to resupply and refuel. Their their Western defense officials have noticed some logistics problems that the Russians have run into. That's not necessarily a permanent condition. Mm. Uh, we've we've heard that the Russians still have plenty of firepower that they could bring to bear on this country. Only two-thirds of what was massed at the, at the border all those weeks has actually been unleashed. So there's still a, a whole third uh, of Russian might left to go. And, and no one here is under any illusions about you know, what, what they could face and, and whether they can hold out. Aaron, we really appreciate your insight into this. Please be safe, and uh, we'll continue to, uh, to talk to you from, uh, from Ukraine. Thanks very much.
All right, Thanks, he's Aaron Katursky live in Lviv on the the western uh, part of Ukraine. Although, as we know, there is no um, safe <laughs> part of it. Uh, the entire country is um, under siege, invasion, or, or whatnot. Andrea, my, my question to you, Andrea, is: Yeah, this feels different. Why? Why does it feel different watching this? Because I was thinking about this over the weekend. Yeah, we were talking about that a little well, bit. Well, and I can tell you that I think I I I don't think I ever knew anyone from Afghanistan. No, I didn't either. Like I didn't know any Afghanis. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just did. I I know Ukrainians. I know people from Poland. I know people from Russia. Yes. But like I I get a sense of it. It hits a little closer to home because. Their country looks like our country. They drive around in Hondas. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm watching the news and I'm like, you know, this isn't people living in mud huts. These are folks driving down the street to the supermarket. Right. In, in, sit, in the city center, like right. which looks like our loop or our right. neighborhoods. Yeah. Is these that are what people, makes it more, you know, like real? And here, here's, a, I was thinking about that because you and I were talking about that before we started the show. And, and I, I was watching this like you were all weekend, just kind of nonstop. And, the images that Aaron was describing just now, you know, people in the subway. And I think that's the answer to your question, Bruce. It looks like our subway. It looks it like does. the L. You know, it looks yeah. like it could be, you know, on the blue line or on the red line. And then you see the babies in the bunkers. Did you see they took some of the little babies from the NICU and they were talking to a nurse? And and, and yes, to the answer to your question, yes, she's speaking English, you know, and she's she's holding up her Facebook Live or, right. you know, her, her TikTok and she's she's broadcasting and sending these messages from these bomb shelters and it did she looks like you know your sister or your your wife or your your cousin someone who who speaks english and talks like you and you can relate because the images are so similar to what you see every single day you're right it's not a hut or a war torn country well, some of those third world countries desert, look, you know what I mean I mean yeah. I, I, you know, we're we're in war and you know the, the mountainous regions and goat farmers like it, yes. it, I don't I don't connect with it as much. Absolutely. I feel like I connect more with with that part of the world. I mean I visited I haven't been to Ukraine but I visited around Europe before and you know there's so much that our culture takes from there. Right. And also to roots the countries you know in the Middle East, the Afghanistan countries are, you know, they have been at war for the beginning centuries, of centuries, right? Whereas this is, this is a newer, I haven't seen anything like this in my lifetime. I know that uh, there were, I don't want to call them pro- protests, rallies. but also rallies yeah. in support of Ukraine right here. Yeah. Uh, Ukrainian village is just off the charts right now, uh, full of, of, of pride for yes. Ukraine, understandably so. Yeah. And people supporting them. And hopefully they're seeing that level of support. Having said that, yeah. is there more that we should be doing? 312-591-8900. Is there more? Should the U.S. be more involved in this? Or are we kind of involved enough? Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how far do you push? And, f- and folks were saying, too, if you want to get involved, the best thing to do is donate to, say, the Red Cross. Mm. Or I know, because I know something, when things like this happen with You mean Katrina, changing my Facebook profile picture isn't going to be enough to stop the war? <laughs> putting the, or, the flag underneath your does that, picture. Does that not? I don't think so, Sorry. but uh, I, I, I might be stretching Sorry. on that. But, yeah, you know, don't if you want to make a donation, do it to a, an organization like the Red Cross or, you know. Better Business Bureau has a, a great list of websites, you know, that, that are legitimate charities that you could donate to. 
that the money will get there. Um, we, we announced hope. more sanctions this morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, they keep, apparently there's more you can do. Um, I, I don't know if sanctions are going to be enough. It takes a little while for them to take effect. Uh, the, the pain is going to be felt by the Russian people. Yes. Uh, Vladimir Putin, not necessarily. He's not going to miss any meals no. uh, because of this. And their economy, you and we were watching the ruble, too. Oh, my God, it's cratering. Completely. Yeah. So what's the, what's that going to do to the, the Russian people? Just the regular people who they, live they, there that don't right. want any part of this? It's going to cost them. Yeah. At least monetarily. Mm-hmm. It's certainly going to cost them. Yeah. And uh, we're seeing more and more bans. So most of you, I think almost all of Europe now, has banned... Russian flights. Yes. Can't even fly over the country. Mm-mm. Certainly can't land. Mm-mm. Why hasn't the United States? I don't know, but you know what they did this morning was cancel all, any packages, UPS, FedEx. Oh, really? Yeah. The the mail, if you mail something. You can't mail anything to the Ruskies and vice versa. And anything that you've sent in the past week is going to be returned to you because they're not delivering packages and things from the United States to Russia. Wow. Yeah, I maybe mean, flights will be next. I mean, I mean, you know, we're getting closer and closer. It, you know, is Russia going to become the new North Korea? Maybe uh, this pariah, you know, where uh, uh, they're just walled off from the rest of the world, and you, you guys do you uh-huh. fire a missile off every once in a while to know, so we know you're still there, but we don't actually deal with you. Right, right. And you made a good point too. I don't think Putin expected. The, the brushback that he's getting now from everybody, including the sports world, which we talked about earlier. Well, you know, he, he invaded Crimea Crimea, yeah. and invaded eastern Ukraine. Uh, 2014 mm-hmm. was when this was. He kind of got away with it. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 the outrage wasn't there to the level it is now. You know, and you wonder, well, what changed? Yeah, I don't think the world's going to let him get away with it this time. Um. You know that you can join that uh, Ukraine President Zelensky uh, uh, has put out a call for anybody who wants to come and fight and defend Ukraine. How much is that? I don't know if they're paying for it. I think it's a volunteer. It's like not quite like the Foreign Legion, but they're looking for volunteers. Nick, I want to go. I knew you yeah. said, I knew you guys were going to say that. <laughs> I. I can bring my own guns. Is it because I'm there? What do you guys, what's that game you all play? Uh, Call of Duty. I'm pretty Call good. Of Duty. Yeah, I think I, I got to figure out. Hey, Glenn, how much more involved should we get in this fight for Ukraine? We should all be more involved than what we are because it's not only Ukraine that's being challenged, it's freedom around the world that's being challenged yeah well glenn this gets into kind of like is the united states the world's policeman right and 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 i think sadly uh, and understandably after 20 years of war in the middle east i think americans are a little weary and I, i'll bet you that putin was betting on that as well yep. and we also don't want to all be speaking russian at some point either here here yeah well i mean why would well. he stop <laughs> the, why would he stop at the ukraine border you know, and right, I think that's exactly. what, what right. you're saying, Glenn. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I, I think there's a certain argument to be made. If you're in Poland right now. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, know. are you looking over your shoulder? Right. If, if, if you're one of the, the stands, you know, or those all those little Baltic states, you yes. know, that broke away. And, and I mean. Georgia. He yeah. shows up. He shows up at your border with tanks. You, you can't defend yourself. No, I know. Not against Russian might. No. What, where would he stop? Because that, that bizarre rambling speech he gave last week, uh, Putin's version of history, yeah. 
um, right. <laughs> where he basically made the argument for putting the old Soviet Union mm-hmm. back together, block back together, yeah. get the band back together. Right, Come right, on, right. Kazakhstan, you're back in the hood. Right. Come think, on, everybody. Right, I think he said that should have never happened. Should, right, the breakup of the Soviet Union. Should've he's he's happened. trying to redraw the map of Europe. Uh-huh. And do we let him? No, I don't think the world's going to let him. Yeah.